Welcome to Broken Catholic, the show where I chat with Catholics, Protestants, atheists, and agnostics about why the world isn't working right now and tackle unspeakable topics that many of us secretly struggle with but won't admit. If this is your first time joining us, thank you so much for being here. And if you're one of the thousands of people who listen to the show every single week, I just want to say thank you. I can't do this without you. I appreciate that you come and listen every single week. I'm your host, your coach, your friend, Joseph Warren. I'm also a broken Catholic and former atheist who believes that Christians are all the same in our struggles. We all worship the same God and we all want heaven. And that's more important than the differences in our theology. This show is created for you, the believer or non-believer who struggles with the question, what on earth am I here for? Today, our featured guest is Bruce Wozniak. And Bruce runs this awesome podcast called Now Hear This Check it out on iTunes. It's fantastic. And Bruce is in the entertainment business. He helps musicians um, get found, get famous. That's what he does. But Bruce is also a faithful Christian. And uh, we're going to speak with him today about a really powerful topic about social media. I'm super excited about it. Uh, So today, our featured guest is Bruce uh, Wozniak. Sorry, Bruce, I chopped you there, buddy. Uh, Bruce (laughs) Wozniak, you can find him at nowhearthis.net. That's here as an H-E-A-R, and it's now-here-this.net. And Bruce, what's the other um, uh, easier way to get to you? Yeah, just go to nowhearthis.biz. It'll take you to the same place. It's just a lot easier than having to put in those hyphens. And uh, Joseph, as you mentioned, that's H-E-A-R. So nowhearthis.biz, as they say in Canada. Gotcha. Cool. Bruce, welcome to the show. Take a minute, share something personal with us that very few people in your business life know about you. Uh, um, my uh, ongoing health challenges from having had two open heart surgeries to um, two and a half years ago, I had a mini stroke and still take a healthy supply of various medications each day. Uh, People don't know that I take blood thinners. And Mm. so people see me and they probably wonder sometimes why I dress the way I do wearing uh, heavy garments or long sleeve shirts. And it's because I get so cold, so easy from the blood thinners that, Uh, Honestly, living in Tampa, I absolutely love it. And I always say that I'm in the wrong line of work. I should be working for the uh, tourism bureau. But at the same time, I I a lot of times will say I need to move farther south, like closer to the equator, just because I'm (laughs) so, so cold all the time. It's it's really no fun. I wish they had told me uh, many years ago when I had my first open heart surgery that, listen, just so you know, and they, they said, you know, you'll, the downside of the artificial valve that you're choosing is you'll have to be on blood thinners the rest of your life. And I was like, big deal. And they said, oh, it is a big deal to some people. Some people don't like the idea that they're going to be on medication the rest of their life, but they didn't explain that, you know, put two and two together, fella, this means you're always going to be cold. And I wish they had told me that because um, it's, it's a bigger deal than people think. It's really no fun to live with always being so cold. I get that. It's like, you know, had they announced that you're going to feel like you live in uh, Antarctica for the rest of your life. Are you good with that? And you'd be like, why? Sure. No. Okay. So Bruce, let's get down to business. Why do you think the world isn't working right now in 60 seconds? Well, there's a whole lot of reasons. The one that we're going to talk about today is social media. I just think that social media has led us to become so divisive and it's provided a mouthpiece for opinions that really 
fuel debates that unfortunately drive this huge wedge between us and it can be used for so much good. And I'm not saying that people aren't using it for the good, but unfortunately the evil one, he knows no boundaries. And so he wanders into social media too. And he says, you go and comment on that post and you let them know what you really think. You're right. They're wrong. Go tell them. And so Joseph, there's a long list of things of, of why the world is broken and, and social media for one is, is without a doubt on that list. Man, that's powerful. I'm excited to get to this topic. But before we do, Bruce, I think it's easy to say that we love God, but it's really difficult to trust him with our lives, with our future. Why do you think that is? Well, because we can't see him. And so as much as you can go to church on Sunday, as much as there's so many great resources out there, and I, as someone who carries a crucifix in my pocket every day, you still can't see God. And when you send up these prayers and they're not answered or they're not answered on your time, that becomes challenging. We can't see him and we don't see our prayers getting answered. So it's real easy for people to slip into doubt very quickly and unfortunately buy what the evil one is selling. Man, that's powerful, powerful perspective. It's like if you uh, walk over to your friend and you say, hey, can you go do me this favor or whatever? You know that they heard you because you saw them, right? They were there, they were in front of you, they were listening. But when we don't see God and we just send up a request, we don't actually know if he heard us or not, right? So then all that self-doubt comes in, the enemy creeps in. Oh, did he really hear you? Does he really care about you? He, He doesn't really love you. Right. And it's like all that, that crap. And, and I, we spoke about this the last time you were on, right. Is the enemy comes at our identity and our calling, what God is our purpose for our life. All right. So let's get into today's topic, social media, the good, the bad, the ugly. Bruce, tell me like, how does this uh, topic like impact you personally? Uh, how does it resonate in your own life? So for my business, I have a Facebook, a YouTube a Twitter, Instagram, and LinkedIn. And for myself personally, I have Facebook and Instagram, and I might have a YouTube channel. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I, I don't really know. But the fact of the matter is, that's, I just named eight. And so I'm using it to promote my business, to promote my Now Hear This Entertainment podcast. And to put up pictures of myself, my wife, you know, whatever I'm doing in my personal life, if, if we've got the kids, you know, at the beach or my wife and I and the kids are at a restaurant celebrating a special occasion, that's great. You know, it's fun to, to post those pictures and show the four of us spending time together. But where it starts to creep in is you start to wonder you know, doubt creeps in because right away it becomes a popularity contest. It comes about acceptance. It becomes about how many people are liking my posts and what are they saying about it? Or why isn't anyone saying about it? Gee, I got 37 likes and nobody complimented how I look or your family is so beautiful. Uh, And so, you know, I'm Joseph, I actually feel like I'm in the minority as it relates to spending significant time on social media. I'm talking specifically about Facebook, although I know that Twitter has experienced a resurgence, 
Uh, we'll leave we'll leave LinkedIn out of this because they they have for the most part been able to keep it, you know, ninety seven percent professional. Mm-hmm. But you know, I know there's people who just cannot put that phone down. They just they and 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 I was really proud of of a young lady that my wife and I were speaking with the other day who we've gotten to know. She said that she has uninstalled the Facebook app from her phone, which is a great recommendation that I would make to anyone that's listening that's struggling with social media because then it forces you now you have to go to where your computer is or your laptop and you actually have to sign into Facebook you know not everyone is like me my laptop is running 24 hours a day um, but that's because I can't turn my business mind off when you're an entrepreneur and a business owner you always want to be able to go sit at your desk and do something at any time of night but when it's a little bit more work to get on Facebook, then you're not going to spend as much time. And thus, you're not going to be drawn into some of those debates that you see people getting into. And it becomes easier to try to set some boundaries. Why do you think there's such this, this need, this human need to be heard and to be right? Why, why do you think that is? Why do we have to share our opinion on social media when someone shares a counter opinion? because we can. There was a time when Facebook didn't exist. There was a time when cell phones didn't exist. And I'm always amazed when I'm in church on Sunday and I'll hear someone's phone ringing. And I think, what did you do when there weren't cell phones? You know, somehow people got through mass (laughs) without anyone being able to contact them. And yes, doctors would have pagers, but now we respond to these things because we can because we do have so many social media platforms and because we can access them on our phone. You can be anywhere and get on these apps right away and comment back to someone. And it's just too easy. And and I commend the people who do have the willpower or the discipline to stay off of them because some of these things, Joseph, you've seen them. Some of these threads go on endlessly. And, and to me, it's as simple as looking at the number of comments that are on it and saying, oh, I don't have the time to read through all that. <laughs> you know, I just got my first um, hater uh, on iTunes. And, uh, you know, I, I read through uh, some of the, um, the uh, reviews, right? And, you know, I read uh, this review, and I'm totally paraphrasing, but they pretty much called me out on like, this guy's preaching, you know, Uh, stuff that's not even in the Bible and he's this and that and heresy. Right. And they, they just like came up like hard and furious. Right. And I was like, man, you don't know me. You don't know my heart. Like, yeah, I'm not perfect. And uh, you know, I don't um, say that I know every single verse in the Bible verbatim or anything like that, but I'm outstanding for God transforming the world And I'm standing for love and I'm standing for unifying Christians everywhere. And you have to, you know, the audacity to put your opinion of like attacking my personal character and everything like that. And you don't even know me. Why do you think we have to do that? Like, why is someone taking a shot? And it doesn't affect me. I'm actually at peace with that because I knew starting this podcast, uh, if I start getting hater mail, then I'm on track um, preaching yeah. God's truth, right? Because yeah, even Jesus got a right. lot of hater mail. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Um, I think that people feel powerful 
when they're able to do that. And, and that's one of the things that I like about Yelp is Yelp will let you criticize a place of business that you've gone to that you've had a bad experience with. But guess what? Your picture is going to be on there. Your full mm -hmm. name is going to be on there. You can't do it as user one, two, three, four, five with a silhouette like they used to do back mm -hmm. in the days of when Facebook uh, wasn't what it is today and, and you could just have this generic picture. And so I think, Joseph, that people just feel powerful. They go, yeah, <laughs> look at this. Yeah, look at this review that I left on this guy's iTunes. I showed him and they all of a sudden feel like they can puff their chest out when in reality, and he doesn't realize we're all sinners. This Joseph Warren guy is doing this podcast. Who does he think he is? He knows who he is. He's a son of God that is a broken Catholic that is an admitted sinner. We're all sinners. And so he wants to help the body of Christ to unite and to say, we're all in this together. We're all sinners. So let's talk about it and let's use the podcasting platform to bring out some testimony and get some witness talks on here that will show people that although we're sinners, we are loved, we are forgiven, and there is hope. Mm. That is so powerful. Thank you. That just landed for me, you know, and, and I need constant encouragement, right? BC Nation, you know, Bruce is like, he's doing what the Bible calls us to do, right? He literally just lifted me up, right, and encouraged me, keep going. Um, and, and people are going to take shots at you, right? People are going to hate on you in social media. And like Bruce, uh, pointed out very candidly, uh, is people hide behind, um, the invisibleness of uh, the veil of social media and they wuss out, they wuss out rather than showing up and, and Hey, come to Tampa, Florida, come see me face to face and, and get to know me and then give me your opinion. Now that would take a man. Right. But to do it behind like yeah, a post with no picture or anything and some made up uh, username. Well, you know what, Bruce, I think God calls us to bless that person, right. To bless the enemy, to bless the person that's taking shots at us and yep. uh, leave it to God. Yep. Right. That's between God and them. What else do you want to say about this uh, topic? Like, how do you think most people misinterpret uh, social media as Christians, right? The use of it, the abuse of it. Like, what would you say to that? Well, I think that we forget our Christianity or, or we leave it at the door and we say, hang on a minute, I need to go comment on this social media post. Well, wait a minute. No, you're always a Christian 24-7. So you don't get to decide when I'm a Christian and when I'm not. Yeah, but look at what this person's saying. And I hate to pull out the what would Jesus do expression, but if Jesus saw that Facebook post, do you think that he would comment and say, you know, you're dead wrong and you don't know what you're talking about. You're stupid. And mind you, this is, <clears throat> this is the PG version that I'm saying here. Obviously, people get just, oh gosh, they get really, really out of hand. And if that's what helps you do it, to, to check yourself with the WWJD approach, then great. But I think people decide that I have to speak up on this one. No, you don't have to you can pray about it and decide what is the best way to handle it. And nine times out of 10, I hope that you find that the best way to handle it is to just ignore it. And if it's someone that you know, you can talk to that person privately, one-on-one, -on -one, offline. Certainly you can pray for the person, but the answer is never, I'm going to go in and really stir things up. I mean, one time, one time, that's the route the route that Jesus took when he turned over the tables in the temple and 
got furious, you know, of the way they were using his father's house. Mm. So you don't see examples throughout the Bible where Jesus is condoning, yeah, go ahead and, you know, call people names and slander them. And it, it's, it's just not the way to go. That's powerful. And I think you brought up something really good there, Bruce, is that Jesus never defended himself, right? His righteous anger only showed itself when he was uh, speaking and defending his father, right? And that's a totally different context, right? He never felt threatened by the attacks, by the haters. Why? Because he had his identity. He knew who he was as son of the father. And I think to, to you, many of your points that you're really dropping, you know, this wisdom with us is that if we're missing our identity and we don't know who we are in relation to our creator, this is when we feel threatened, right? This is when we feel we need to defend ourselves. We need to defend our beliefs. We need to defend our opinions, right? And, and we feel this reactionary tendency. And BC Nation, I'll just speak to you right now. If you feel like you need to react to something, then just know that is your own brokenness in your identity showing up there. Now, it's completely different if you're coming from uh, a place of knowing who you are, whose you are, and what you're being called to, and then choosing in the moment, okay, I'm going to contribute to this conversation. I'm not going to contribute to this. So that's a place of powerfulness. Uh, the reactionary, I think, is a place of powerlessness. What shows up for you in that, Bruce? Well, there's a couple thoughts that came to mind as you were saying that. You know, Number one is if you feel that temptation and you're reaching for your phone have apps on your phone that are going to be a lot more productive in that moment. You know, I have the Laudate app and I love that there's an interactive rosary on there. So instead of going on Facebook and engaging back and forth, I mean, I see people that do these shouting matches almost in real time, use that for something productive, pray the interactive rosary. And by the time you're done, you'll feel so renewed and you will forget, or you'll think, how could I possibly go and do that now? and thank the Blessed Virgin that she was able to lead you through that and understand that that's the way to go. Now, when you talked about Jesus and the life that he led, he always spoke in parables, you know, so he was never name calling. And I want listeners to get clear what I'm saying here. I'm not suggesting that you wander onto Facebook and that you respond to people with a Bible passage that, mm -hmm is going to be a hot button for them because it's just going to antagonize them. What I'm saying is that Jesus didn't name call. So when they tried to tell him what's going to happen with this prostitute, he said, let the one among you who is without sin be the one to cast the first stone. So someone can say he was, he was calling them liars. He was calling them sinners. That's the spin that 2018 wants to put on it. He was simply saying look within yourself, look within yourself. Before you condemn this woman, look within yourself. And I will talk to her one-on-one -on, -one on my own. I'm not going to do this in public like you're trying to tempt me to do, which is what's happening on Facebook. Mm. I'm not going to do this in public, which is what you're trying to tempt me to do. You want to, you're commenting on my picture and saying something because you're trying to push my buttons. And Jesus said, let the one among you who's without sin be the one to cast the first stone. And you could, you could almost hear them saying, darn, he got us again. But they mm -hmm. probably walked away and hung their heads because they did that look within themselves and said, you know what? He's right. 
Man, Bruce, I love that, right? So BC Nation, as you're listening right now to this wisdom from Bruce, casting the stones, right? Cast the first stones. Are you the person that is casting stones on social media, diminishing others, antagonizing others, uh, throwing scripture stones at people to, to, to guilt them, to uh, make them feel smaller, to make them feel wrong? Are you casting stones, right? And I think we all have to look at ourselves and say, I am a sinner and I have no right to throw a stone at people behind a fake username or whatever and hiding out or any of this in my post or my comments. Stop throwing stones. If you're a Christian, stop throwing stones. That's what Jesus calls you to do, right? Love people. And it's okay for someone to have the last word on you. It's okay for someone to, to whatever, make you feel small without you retaliating. That's exactly what Jesus accepted. And that's what he calls us to do. What part of this, this whole conversation, Bruce, do you still some, sometimes wrestle with yourself? Well, personally, I, I struggle with just spending way, way, way too much time on Instagram. And I'll sit there and I'll surf and I'll surf and I'll surf. And I just keep scrolling through picture after picture after picture after picture. And I tell myself, okay, are you happy now? Look at how much time you just used up that you could have been doing something so much more productive with. And why? Mm. Is it is it just well I need I need some I need some me time meaning I need a break from my work is it I need just kind of some mindless time to do something with that I really don't have to think about you know if that's the case then play words with friends you know play crosswords with friends play some play some kind of game but you know I I do struggle with that where you can spend so much time on Instagram and I know it's, it's, you can spend so much time on insert social media app here because everyone kind of has their own crutch. Everyone has their own cross and you know, the Lord can help you with that too. You, you know, you think, well, he's not in social media. He's not going to help me get off of Instagram. He is in everything. The Lord is in the medical equipment that made it possible for the doctors to be able to perform successful surgeries on me because he knew he had more work that he wanted for me. The Lord is in something like a fork that helps us feed our bodies with the meals that nourish us. So if you don't think he's in social media, he is, and he wants to help you to use it for the good, whether it's something like promoting your business or whether it's putting up nice inspirational quotes from Christian writers or whether it's actual Bible passages, but he wants to help you with that so that it's not something that you're ashamed of. Mm, powerful stuff. So uh, we started this show, Bruce, talking about the ugly, right? So they, this is titled The Good, The Bad, and The Ugly of Social Media, right? So we spoke about the ugly, throwing stones at people, using social media to do that. You just uh, touched on the good, like use it to for God's glory. Use it to lift others up. Use it to evangelize. Share your testimony on social media. Here, this is what God's done in my life, right? And Bruce dropped an amazing... Um, you know, uh, perception, not perception, that's the wrong word, uh, insight for us that show up on social media the same way you show up on at Sunday morning church service. If you're a Christian, show you're a Christian unapologetically, right? There's that whole gender fluid 
uh, terminology, right, Bruce? It's like today I'm a boy, tomorrow I'm a girl, uh, you know, on Thursday I'm a tree. It's like I get to choose my gender or whatever. It's like, well, I'm going a, I'm to a trademark my own, religion fluid, right? It's like we don't get to be religion fluid. And, and to choose, oh, today I'm a Christian and, you know, on Sunday I'm a Christian and on Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, and Thursday, I'm this like agnostic, atheist, nasty person on social media throwing stones. It's like, we don't get to choose that, right? So that's the ugly of it, right? So the good is evangelize. Tell the story of what God's done in your life. Yeah. When was the last time, listeners, that you checked in on Facebook at church? When was the last time you posted <laughs> on Instagram? <laughs> And maybe it's just a picture of you standing outside the church. Cause obviously you don't want to be disruptive and take away from the service, but you know, you can tag your location on Instagram, just like you can tag your location on Facebook. Are you embarrassed to let people know, as, as you just said, Joseph, well, on Sundays, I'm a Christian. No, for, for openers seven days a week, you're a Christian, but how come you can tag a post from going to Dave and Buster's, but you can't tag a post from, church how come you can post mm. your location when you're at the baseball game watching the tampa bay rays but you can't tag the post on sunday when you're at church i love it and what about like all your friends bc nation that aren't at church right your agnostic friends your atheist friends that you desperately want to see them fall in love with jesus the way you have right why not as bruce is saying like share the pastor's message that uh, it was shared on Sunday, like share that on social media. Like I was at church yesterday and the pastor spoke about this and man, it really hit me in the heart. Here's why, right? This is what God showed me before you know it. Some of your friends may reach out to you and say, Hey, are you going to church this Sunday? And you go, yeah, why do you mind if I join you? Right? Because they got, let me me make it even easier. I'm sorry to interrupt you, but you know, I think that some listeners might hear you say that and say, no, I I can't. I I'm, I, I'm not pastoral. I can't put the message out there. All you have to do is take a picture standing outside church, tag the location and say, you know, thanking the Lord for the beautiful Florida sunshine. That's it. Because my spiritual advisor once told me, you don't need to stand on the street corner and preach, Bruce. That's my job. Just be Bruce and let people see Jesus in you. So you don't even have to go as far as putting up that post where you're trying to reinforce what the message was that you heard. You can do something as subtle as showing where you were and people will, the Lord will eventually lead the right people to you who will say, you know, I see Bruce posting from time to time from Nativity Catholic Church. Uh, it's, it's, gosh, I wonder if it would be weird. I wonder if he, I wonder if he'd let me go with him some Sunday. Absolutely. Come with me. I'd love to get someone that messages me and says, can I come with you? That's awesome. Love it. So we spoke about uh, the good. We spoke about the ugly. I'm going to, let's take literally three minutes and speak about the bad. And I'm going to start us off, right? Um, BC nation. Here's the bad of using social media too much. And I, I'm going to speak for myself, right? Um, when I go on like Facebook, right, Bruce, and maybe you can relate, so jump in anyway, is like I, I like late at night, I'll go on Facebook or whatever, and um, I'll scroll through uh, my wall. And I got to tell you, by the time I'm done seeing everybody's highlights of their life and the smiles and the vacations and all this other stuff and the success and the millions and billions that they're making and all this, right? I know in my head 
that most of it is hype and BS. And they are struggling and broken just like me. However, I got to tell you, Bruce, every darn time when I shut off Facebook and, and stop after, after looking and scrolling through my wall, I feel um, more like a failure. I feel uh, diminished. I feel like I'm not good enough. I feel like I'm a fraud. All these creepy feelings the enemy comes in on, on me. And I feel bad. I just feel bad about my life and who I am. And I forget my identity. I forget my purpose. And it like, it sucks life out of me. Like, what do you want to say about that? Uh, in Isaiah 41, it says, for I am the Lord, your God who grasp your right hand. It is I who say to you, do not fear. I will help you. So in those moments, when you finish looking at everyone's posts and say, boy, that person sure makes an awful lot of money. Boy, that person sure seems to take all these great trips. Boy, that person seems to have the best car. That person seems to have the best house. And you are fearful and you wonder, what does my life look like that I can't post those things? When is it going to be my turn for that? Mm. Reflect on that passage from Isaiah and know that the Lord is holding your hand, even though it doesn't as we said earlier, you can't see him. It doesn't feel like it because you don't have the car that your neighbor has. You're not taking the trips that they are. He's there. And there's no, the one that's telling you to look down and to doubt yourself is the evil one. It's, it's not the Lord that we serve that is going to, that is providing for you and is going to provide. And, and I would encourage people to take inventory of the blessings that they do have instead of the things that they don't have, because sometimes people end up getting those things and they find out that it wasn't what they wanted after all. Look at all the stories, the, the unfortunate stories that you end up hearing about lottery winners, about how mm. bad things sometimes end up going for them. Yeah, I get that. You know, I think Tony Robbins says it this way, and I'm paraphrasing completely, but uh, he said, all suffering uh, comes from navel gazing, right? Mm. When you, when you look at yourself, you suffer, right? It's like, um, but when you're looking up at God and looking towards, you know, helping others and serving and giving of yourself, in other words, not looking at yourself, um, like suffering is gone, right? It's, you get peace and joy and, and help and gratitude and all that. Bruce, what's the one thing you want the world to know about uh, the good, the bad, the ugly of social media? Well, I'll combine the, the good and the bad in reverse order. So the bad is that the one hot button topic that really seems to get under everyone's skin on social media is politics. So I would encourage you to reverse that and instead give thanks to God that we live in a free country where we do have freedom of speech every Sunday and actually even, even more than just on Sundays. But I do thank God that we live in a country where we're free to worship openly without fear of persecution. Mm. And I would encourage the listeners to hold on to that because social media will light this fire where the pot wants to start boiling over politics and you don't have to let it. You can look at it and say, you know what? It's beautiful that we have free speech and that people are able to express their opinions because as crazy as, and I still have trouble wrapping my head around this in 2018, that there are countries where they can't do those types of things, not to mention countries where you are persecuted just for being a Christian. Friends, I'm Joseph Warren, and you were made for greatness. 
Head over to BrokenCatholic.com to learn how to stop being a wuss and start being a winner. Have a blessed day and remember that God the Father loves you, he's fascinated by you, and he wants to show you his awesome plan for your life. Now go spend quiet time with him, and I'll see you on the next show.